Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. February 11th, TJ has a global virtual event. You can find tickets on his website at tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. So go there and attend the global virtual event. That's February 11th. February 12th through 14th, he'll be in Cleveland at Hilarities. February 18th through 20th, Helium in St. Louis. If you're curious about my work, uh, you can find my dry bar special on YouTube. Uh, there's a link on our Cashing In with TJ Miller Facebook page. And you can make comments or send it to your friends. I sure would appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm here with T.J. Miller, one of my favorite guests, and we're going to try something we've never tried before. Um, there's I want to make clear, of, I have no idea what's going on, what's about well, to happen. I'm going to surprise you with this, and I know you're going to oh be boy. really, it's going to, you're going to be really discombobulated because there's been some complaints that. Is that the, the case? Because I want to tell you, I'm com I'm combobulated right now. You are combobulated. This I'm will completely combobulate you. Yeah, I'm I'm combobulated and I'm gruntled. So go ahead. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. Um, you're also uh, wind. We're going to unwind you too. Okay, this right. is going to be unwind, and yeah. I'm ra I'm also raveled right now. My yeah. life feels completely raveled. You are completely mitigated right now. Yeah, and we're going to we're going to unmitigate you. Um, <laughs> you know, there's been some complaints about the show, and I've, I haven't mentioned it, TJ, but there's been a lot of complaints over the years that the show always rhymes. Really? And yeah, that every, you know, that we. And that's part of our shtick. That's part of our angle and our hook is that we do the podcast and we only do it with rhymes. But this particular episode, we're going to attempt to do the episode without rhyming. Do you think you can do it? I didn't even warn let's, TJ. Hey, let's do it. Or sorry. Shit. No. Darn it. Sorry. Start again. Okay. So do you think we can actually do a whole show without rhyming any words? I think we can poo a whole... Goal, you know, tits, flout, <laughs> diving cores. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people for years have been like, it just rhymes too much. That's my problem with the show. It just rhymes and I'm tired of it. It's like listening to Dr. Seuss. It's just. They're tired of it? Well, I'm wired yeah. like a pup. So, uh, 
Yeah. Let's go. And, you know, I'm kind of, uh, so does this mitigate you or does this unmitigate you? Right now, this is unmitigated unraveling. <laughs> and essentially, I'm disgruntled as to how absolutely discombobulated I am. Daddy couldn't come home for Christmas. He had a mental breakdown. <laughs> Daddy is in a different place for Christmas. <laughs> Daddy's in a very different place. A place mentally. we will not speak of. A place we will not. No, no. you know, and I, yeah. I got to say, right before this, I was really gusted yeah. with the uh, podcast. But now I think I'm... I'm disgusted by it, but I guess let's let's see what happens. You seem sort of hinged right now. Do you think we might unhinge you? Do you think I that's something we're going to do? That's right. <laughs> I like to keep it hinged most of the time. It's so. always hinged with you. I, you're so hinged in, and I think it's time to unhinge. Hey, the only time I'm unhinged station. is when I'm having fun binged. On what, oh, damn it! <laughs> that's what we used to call uh, when we... You know, you remember, you know, Arch Barker, one of my oldest friends. Yeah, he, sure, uh, old sober. One of the first guys I met in the, in the business, and when we when we'd eat something that was unhealthy, we'd call it going to the mitigation station. Really? Why? But that rhymes. Oh, we got to do. Oh, we, this We're in trouble. Wait, so We're in big trouble. You, why would you call it going to the mitigation station? Well, mitigation was it mitigatory. That meant like you eat you ate something that wasn't really healthy for you because we were trying to like not, you know. Get be too, too healthy, too bulbous, you know, as it were. And, uh, you Wait, know, we, so we, that would, but that would be if you were eating something healthy, that would be going to the mitigation station. Yeah. No, unhealthy. But you've got this we're all mitigating. Wrong. We're mitigating our plan to diet. Like we're mitigating our plan to, 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 to be healthy by. Okay. Yeah, that so makes it's mitigating sense. our plan. That's really what I think. So you wanted to make sure not to get too thin and good looking? No, we wanted to. Okay. Now, the the thing I love about this conversation. I hate to, is, honestly, it, I hate to ruin something that was it's so not rhyming. It's a big part of your life. No, it was, um, a mid, it, you know what? It. I mean, I had posters made. There was those a were very expensive. That, I remember those were gold leaf. I've seen one yeah. of them in your home. There was a Skyrider. Does that mean I took it pretty seriously? Yes. In a word, yeah. yes. <laughs> but I still don't understand how it was. You're mitigating, like you're mitigating your plan to not gain weight. You're, you're too much weight. You're mit, you, It's mitigating. So you're plan. using mitigation wrong. Because when you mitigate something, the unmitigation station would be like, okay, I'm really letting it go. But when you mitigate something, you are keeping it within control. You're keeping it under control. So you were using it wrong the entire time. When you say an unmitigated disaster, that I'm means a disaster that, that is out of control. Yeah, I'm stuck. You were the one. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're hearing yeah. me, right? You say this a lot. It is an unmitigated disaster. That right. means a completely uncontained, absolutely out right. of control disaster. Right. If you called it a mitigated disaster, then it would be like, this is a disaster, but we've got a handle on it. We're calming it down. We're going to be able to contain it. So you mm. guys, for many, many years, were using that word incorrectly and mm. never looked it up. Well, thanks for uh, for kind of bone holing that one. Yeah, bone holing. Now, see, that's that's. No, I, said, I actually... didn't say bone holing. I said blowing a hole in that one. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I thought you said bone holing because no, bone, that was bone that was holing. A, you know what bone holing does? That that is not what I said. It. Listen, you can go back. I said. I know that, but I, I'm just telling you. I'm glad you didn't one. say that because bone holing, mm -hmm. like uh, being alone homing. Okay, 
bone holing is when you actually lift something up and make it feel great, you know, mm -hmm. make the person feel great about it. But um, that's not what ended up happening here. Well, in any event. In any event, it was a fun point in your life until just today. <laughs> I know. I love, it's one of my favorite things to be pointed out, you know, people pointing out exactly, you know, my lack of understanding about our language. You know, it's a, Mitigate, make it's a charming thing. Mitigate, yeah. make less severe, serious, or painful. Yeah. So you would have to be, you would have had to have been. So why did we call it the mitigation station? Because it rhymes. The unmitigation station does. That's what it should have been. It rhymes, but here's here's why I like yours. And I'm gonna I'm gonna spin this because I you know I love you, okay? Mitigation station, there's no hindrance. It is a mitigated uh you know, rhyme. Mitigation station, not unmitigation station. That just doesn't sound as good. It's not as good. You're you're only changing one word with mitigation and station, really. Or one letter, sorry, one letter or yeah. two. Yeah. But here's what I think you guys were saying deep down. It drives a person crazy to constantly be thinking about their weight. And, and but that's what you're doing in general. And that gets out of control. In fact, I was just reading about this, a book called Against Everything, which I recommend to the entire 12 and a half. It's called Against Everything by Mark Griff. So it's G-R-E-I-F. So almost grief, but the E and the I are switched. It's a great book. It's essays about him against exercise and he's against caring about food and being so worried about it. And one of the things that he says, which is really great, is if someone says, well, um, you know, I, I like to eat, you know, I like to diet and eat healthy and do all these things. He says, well, if that if that's true, then really what you're saying is that our freedom in life and our leisure time should be spent denying ourselves pleasure, um, trying to extend our life and look more attractive. And none of those rhyme either. No, but those, I think that's all true. So what you guys were doing is around Maybe we were you, at a healthy restaurant when we said it. Maybe it that's is, what it was. It is an unmitigated disaster how often we are told we don't look good enough. We weigh too much. Yeah. How often we're self-critical. How often we go in to try and pants and they don't fit. And we're about to eat a sandwich, but we shouldn't eat the bread. And that that is an unmitigated disaster. So what you guys were doing is going to the mitigation station. To rein it back in and remember life is about pleasure, food, fun, and fucking. Yeah! Bring it on home, mama! I'm in the tub! So hey, you know what it. we like to do usually at the start, top of our show? We usually like to kick things off with a section we like to call the Triple Banger Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning Round. What's more contagious, yawning or honking? I just tested it. You didn't yawn. Just then. I yawned, you didn't yawn. And I honked. I don't know if it was a silent No, honk. wait. I've got I've got something to honk. Hold on real quick. All right. I want to get this. Let's see. We got to check. Got to see if we've got what we need. It's a silent we honk. have what we need to do this thing over here. We've got rubber chickens. We've got big phone days. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got dogs named Jim. And the dogs don't have mice. 
All right, he's looking for a. Uh, I, I didn't think he, I wasn't sure things would go in this direction, but uh, they have. He's looking for a honk, uh, some type of honking device. That's uh, my understanding of the situation. Uh, you know, we're doing this on a computer now, where I can see the inside of his home. He just left the screen. Uh, just to describe what I'm seeing. Jolly Christmas! Okay, All right, here we are. We're yeah. back, and. Yeah, we're back. Uh, this is the kind of place I live. So now, yeah, I yawn. You didn't yawn. Yeah. yeah. Now, let's see if this works. He <laughs> just did. Bo- I think we've went, solved yeah. that one okay. right there. It's talking. It also tells the twelve and a half the type of house I live in. There's a well. There's a house. There's a lot near my house. A parking lot. And if one person honks, everyone honks. I think it's more contagious. Somehow, it just also, opens- also it gets groups of people. Right? Contagion is about groups of people. Yeah. How many people? Look, you didn't know what that was all about. I. Um, one of the buddies that lives in our house, he uh, he was pretty scared by that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, when you yawn in a group of people, they don't all start yawning, which would be really funny, actually. Yeah, what what percentage of the, t- of the time do you see people yawning during your show? Do you ever see it? Yeah, I'll see it. I saw it a couple, let's see, I would have seen it late night, Saturday night, or late night Friday night. Even the thought of it makes me on, but it is such a horrible, horrible thing. It's not a good thing. You see it more on virtual shows. You know, I've been doing more virtual shows, and but it just—it also means to me. I mean, do you feel like oh, I'm not as insulted. I'm not as insulted if people are like in bed, you know, practically. So there, there have been shows where people are in their pajamas. I'm serious, like on the couch. Yeah, virtual comedy is one of the few places where you can. Because uh, I've done shows where people are, you know, in different parts of the world. I can eat it in three different continents at the same time, which <laughs> is, is you know, true? I wasn't able to do that before. That's a real fringe benefit to the experience, eating it on different continents at one time. Well, I think that's true. <laughs> you know, and I think I think there's uh, there's a lot of kind of. That makes me laugh with the idea of of yawning and a bunch of other people yawn. But, you know, when somebody yawns during my show, I just say, all right, listen, they might have stayed up late last night. They may be drinking, but also, <sighs> oh, look, and sort of, wow, it is. Even the, even the thought or talking about it is making me yawn. Um, mm-hmm. I will sort of, you know, I'll think to myself, wow, uh, maybe I'm going on a little too long. So I actually will edit my act a little bit thinking if somebody in the front row is having trouble not yawning, I'll think, well, wait a second. You know, now it's it's like 1115 and I'm not even, yeah. you know, I'm not even through my first two jokes. And sure, the show sure. started at 10. <laughs> and of course, so your shows always start up. late. I mean, you... Your, your awareness of time is, you're one of the few people I've ever met that can show up to your own show eh, 45 minutes late. Just, they'll, they'll hold the door, you know? I'm, I don't think I've ever done that. Not, um, 
I've I've been on stage and seen this more often than yeah, but I mean, that's because I'm puking. Usually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm either sick in the bathroom or I'm throwing up from acid reflux. So thank you so much for bringing that to the forefront. You really bone hold that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that uh, um, you know, I think you know what I will do though now after doing stand up as a headliner for a while. Um, you know, for a few years straight now, I will, if I want to, I'll say, you know what, hold the show for 10 or 15 minutes. I'll be there, right. I'll be there in time for the show to start, but I'd like to have those 10 or 15 minutes so that, you know, the M's, the opener isn't already on the stage. Well, one of my favorite things about working with you is that you will tell them to hold the door or hold the show for five minutes or whatever to get people settled in. Cause it's hard to perform when they're when they're just settling in and ordering. And oh, of you're, course, you're it's nasty. It gets nastier than you want it to be. It's, it's as nasty as can, yeah, it is. True Banger Lightning Round, question two. Two, question two, 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 two. two. Um, what's, what's a more offensive uh, word for, for breasts? Uh, melons? Udders? Or fun bags. <laughs> I mean, you were what laughing you already. As you said, you were laughing before you said udders. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I, I, don't udders. Know. I mean, but I like it. I like it. I like it you more hear, than... Look at those udders. Have you seen but, them? Is that something people that, are doing? I think, well, that's a pair of udders she's got that's on a her. Nice pair of udders. I like to milk those. Yeah, see, it gets gross real quick. Melons, I think, is a nice is a nice way to say it. Well, right? and fun bags is saying, look, you know, there's That's a, lot a compliment. Of fun. There's a lot of yeah. Steve Martin had a joke where he says, "I don't think women's breasts should be referred to as uh, something," and then he said, "Fun bags or Winnebagos." <laughs> that is so silly. A couple of Winnebagos on that one. <laughs> so I think That's it's not utters. an expression people use very often anymore. But the other ones aren't very. Did they used to say Winnebago's? I don't, I don't feel like people say that very often. Uh, I don't think regards. anyone ever said that. I think he just made it up. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, but people who did say they yeah. have said fun bags, but that's not used very often. I mean, when you're speaking with your, um, when you're speaking with your wife, your loved one, your significant other, you're constantly making things dirtier. Do you think that um, your pile stacker, you know, opposed to my pile stacker? Yeah. And um, do you guys use the word breasts, boobs, or tits? I honestly This don't is my think triple I've banger used. to you. This is okay, thank you. Because that's three I, bangers. I honestly I, I call my wife's I call my wife's udders bangers. I say you got some bangers, let me mash. Let's get, I honestly, let's get it Irish in here. Kiss me, I'm Irish. I want to put my, I want to mash those bangers together. <laughs> I honestly don't think we've come up with a word. I don't think I've, I've mentioned her, her, um, her udders yet. After all these years, I don't no, think I've mentioned that it. can't. That can't. I honestly be. haven't. You've never said I really like the udders on this on that body. I mean, I've never really mentioned them. I, it's weird in all I these can't, years. I can't. Absolutely. I, I'm being honest. I, we're so honest on this show. I'm not making it up. It's really true. I, just, I don't believe that's true. I just. Well, don't. I feel like you're becoming. You, you were hinged before, but now I think you might be unhinged. 
Well, but I, be, I, I'm really, I, I got to be honest with you. No, I'm not. being honest. I, I've never, I don't think I've brought up, I don't think I've brought it up much. I, I think that's impossible. You, 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 you literally honestly have not brought up, um, her breasts. Yeah, I just don't and believe like that what that's I call real. them. Yeah, I don't I have a name don't. for them. I don't think I've. I don't think we've discussed them. Well, wait a second. That just can't be true. Okay, wait a second. Um, what do you say? I don't want to get too dirty, but yeah, I don't. I don't think I. I don't think I've really. Um, what do you say during intercourse? I mean, do you not refer to them during intercourse? No, wait, there's not a lot of uh, you know uh, discussion discussion about them. Um, of course, we're usually in different rooms, so the, <laughs> yeah, we're still working our way into the, you know. Well, you're doing it virtually now. You're doing shows virtually. Yeah, you're I can eat it on three different continents. I can. Sure. Um, we don't really discuss your children. I will say that when a woman. I think uh, that's becomes, crazy. I, that is so different. Woman is, I will say this. When a woman is with child. When a woman would be with child. Yeah, sure. Yeah. When a, when a woman is with child, it, they become uh, quiet enormous during that stretch of time really and I must have said something yeah yeah see right there and you see so but, but okay so you referred to them so what did you I call them have. i don't remember breasts boobs probably, or probably breasts probably breasts you think breasts yeah yeah interesting so you said you know your breasts have become really engorged is that a nice way to put it but i i what if i is it possible There's been I a huge a engorgement word? of these breastuses <laughs> See, you always say breastuses on the. Breastages. I always wonder, have you ever said breastuses to her? It's probably. I probably said breastages. I probably said those breastages okay, are enormous so during this era. Um, okay. I don't believe I ever used the phrase udders. Never used Which I wish udders. I had. I think that's kind of funny. Never used udders. I never used that. I never uttered the word the udders. udders. I love that. But I think, so you don't, well, here's my feeling, and you tell me what you think about this. I think breasts is very strange, medical, and Mm non-sexual. Whereas Mm -hmm. instead of sex, I say intercourse, almost always. Or I'll say fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, Kate and I say the word sex a fair amount, but intercourse is much funnier. So I'll, I'll always say that, I'll say... You know, perhaps we we should have intercourse at some point in the next couple months. You know, they, they, I, I refer to it as 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 an action. You okay. said, do you, say, some, do you really? Yeah. I think that's cool. I, I, that's I think we need some, I think we need some action. Yeah, see, some that's, action. Cool. that's like my phrase. That's yeah. one of the reasons I tell Kate this a lot. She was <laughs> laughing and she goes, "God, whenever you guys talk on the phone, because I talk to you on speaker a lot." Yeah. She says, "You know, it's so nice as you both just." genuinely enjoy each other's company and and uh, friendship so much and she said and you really do genuinely laugh at the you find the other one so funny you guys really find each other really funny and i and i said yeah and and she goes and you know he is kind of cooler than you he's one of the few guys <laughs> who a lot of times is a lot cooler than you because we talk i've talked about this in the podcast before there's a lot of discussion in my household about what's cool and what's not mm-hmm. cool. Okay. And we don't, it's not about, we could be cooler or we should try and be cool. Or these people probably don't think we're cool. That's not it at all. We don't, it has nothing to do with us in right, terms right. of worrying about other people's perception. What we talk about a lot is how this would be an example of it. Um, living in New York is cool. When you say I live in New York, that's cool. 
right? right Being right. from New York, that's very cool. Saying you're from LA is not cool. And it's, it's much less cool to say you're from LA than living in LA. So if you say, I live in LA, that's cooler than being from LA. But if you say, I live in LA, somebody says to me, I live in Los Angeles. They say LA. I live in LA. Where do you live? And I say New York. That is cool. And they know that. And they get that. Because what we talk about is things are inherently cool. Now, what I will say is living in Manhattan Beach, where you live, that is cool. Living in LA is really not that cool. So Manhattan Beach then inherently is cooler than Los Angeles. So that's how we talk about a lot of things. You know, we say, you know, this person is not cool. And then we'll say why that's not a very cool thing. And, um, you know, we just talk about it. It, It's, it's something that we discuss a lot and it's basically like we're talking about, I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe. It's like, you know, we'll talk to somebody and they'll be important or they'll, you know, this or that. And we'll say, but they aren't cool. You know, you can love President Trump, but he's not cool. He's not a cool guy. You know, you don't, when you see him, you're not like, wow, he's really cool. And so we discuss how movie stars are kind of cool. That's one of the things about them. They don't have to be great actors, but they are very, very cool. Right. And Kate has said that Cash, a lot of times, you know, he's really cool. He's a lot cooler than you. And that's an example. She doesn't mean in general, but she says you can be cooler than I am. And that's saying action is a lot cooler than saying intercourse. Intercourse is funny, but it's really cool to be like, I think it's time for some action. I mean, that's a cool guy says that, right? But now I can't say it because then I'll think about you during intercourse. So you, you sort of, you've ruined that for me in terms of using action. <laughs> you can use it. You can use no, it. No, I'm not going to. You know why? Because I'm not a, okay. <laughs> no, um, there was an era uh, where. Action is great. But I think breasts, so just before you, you yeah. get into the era thing, just to finish this, I think that breasts are. It's too clinical. It's too clinical. Yeah, that's yeah. a better way of saying it. See, that's really cool of you, man. And then. Um, so I think, I, think boobs, I usually, I know on stage like I say breast- junior high. Boobs is for junior high. But I know on stage I always say breastages. You do, but I'm asking in real life. Yeah. And I will say that I think it's strange, but it's interesting that in my household we say tits. Mm. And I think yeah. one of the reasons for that is Kate calls me dude a lot because we went to college together. She used yeah. to have a boyfriend who he said, don't call me dude. That's disrespectful or something crazy. But she talks to me a lot in the way that a guy friend would talk to me. So she'll be like, dude, what the fuck? Or like, dude, no way. And, you know, she she just, she would be more likely to say, she'd say something sex, but she'd be more likely to say fuck than intercourse. And... um you know, she doesn't say, I mean, sometimes it's funny. She'll say do stuff. That's another funny way to talk about sex. Do you want to do stuff? Some, I know some couples say sexy time. We should have some uh-huh. sexy time. Um, uh, Kate and I will say, do you want to suck butts for a living? You know, that's one <laughs> way to put it. That's not true, but that is, we do say, uh, when we say somebody's really terrible, we say they suck butts for a living. <laughs> 
And it's true. I mean, there's just about nothing worse than somebody who sucks butts for a living. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the anus. I'm talking about just butt yeah. cheeks. Sucking yeah. butt cheeks for a living, dude. Uh, okay. I, I, this will this will kind of uh, slot in nicely with Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question three. Question, question three, three, three. three. And I want to hear about that era you were talking about. Um, bear in the winter, rabbit in the spring. Okay. Okay. So this was going to be uh, this was going to be a question entitled uh, "Seasonal Relationships, Things of the Future, Thing of the Future." Because here's the thing: it doesn't make any sense for us to be in relationships in the summertime, but in the winter, we could be more like bears. It makes sense for us to winterize our relationship and just hunker down with one person, right? Uh, oh, I see. You want to be a bear, but that means you're mostly sleeping, which you're might sleep, be the case. You're mainly the sleeping and cuddling in the winter with your, you know, and with you your want to gain some extra weight to keep and warm. I, why aren't there more seasonal relationships where, like, we're going to be married all winter, but all summer we can do as we see fit? Oh, I see. Like, yeah, like, like, uh, have intercourse like rabbits. Like, get, like, get, hey, get action like rabbits. You know Just, what I mean? You know exactly, right? Does it make sense? I, why aren't more people doing that? Why aren't there half year relations each half year? That's my, right? You're free for half a year. CJ Sullivan has a really good joke where he says, um, I'm more of a winter boyfriend. You know, mm, he's, he's okay. a bigger guy. So he says, I'm more of a sweatpants yeah. boyfriend. I'm more of a brunch indoors kind of boyfriend. You know, I'm more of a watching movies on the couch kind of boyfriend because I'm really not your summer boyfriend. I'm not a summer kind of boyfriend. Right. I don't, right. I don't, I don't love to do shorts, you know, I'm not trying to get in the pool right away. Although <laughs> it's really, you know, he golfs and he does all these funny things and takes his wife to really fun. But I, I totally get what you're saying. And I would say, so now my question is, first of all, I don't think that would work. I think that would be really weird. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not for proven to not work. But here's what I do want to say. Yeah. Okay. I do want to ask you this. Would you, and don't be afraid right now. I'm just showing right. you a map of New York city. Yeah. Uh, would you uh, consider yourself more of a, and I'm not just going to say summer and winter. Would you consider yourself a better, and we'll just call it boyfriend. I know we're both married. Right. Would you rather, do you think you're a better Winter boyfriend, spring boyfriend, summer boyfriend, or a fall boyfriend? And that's something I'm very interested in here. Oh, yeah. Well, this is a great question. Um, you know, I really do believe that you're the best possible boyfriend when you're happiest. And I'm happiest in the summer. So I, I do think I'm the best. So that kind of negates this idea that you should be doing your rabbit thing in the, you know, in the spring or the summer, because really that's when I'm often happiest. Um, yeah, so, that's interesting. So you, you would kind of want to be with April during the warmer months rather than going about. And then it's the winter that you want to go to a glory hole where your penis is outside and you're <laughs> indoors. And you just hope there's somebody there to warm it up. With that sweet, sweet slobber puss. I know it's disgusting. I didn't but even know that it's yeah, just it real. Kinda, this is just I didn't even know. I didn't it, it's, a winter glory hole. You're in the you're in the outhouse and your pet your your peckers in the snow. 
<laughs> I mean, it's just, that's what they call it. The old uh, PIS, you know, pecker in the snow. I still think the funniest pecker joke ever is just when people say, I've been masturbating so much, dust came out. I just like the... <laughs> dust just, came out of my pecker. Yeah, just some like some version of that. That's one of yeah. the, the classic. I like, used to have a great, well, you were there. Dust. I used to have a great thing where I was using a trombone and now I can't use the trombone anymore because it's a pandemic. And um, uh, I used to use the trombone and um, I would have the audience play it and then um, do a. Uh, it was, you know, it, it was kind of was an orgasm thing. Um, I, I'd actually have to look at it again, but uh, it was a, um, you know, it was quite funny because it was um, uh, at the end, I would say like, you know, some guys have like really powerful orgasms, but other guys, it's just kind of like, and then the girl goes, wah, 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 you know, and that's, that's really funny. Um, and, or they would go, you know, um, and then I would take the trombone and kind of sterilize it. And then I would just go and other guys, it's just like this. And I would blow through it, but not like, I would just go, and I'd go, what kind of dusty old dirty dick is that? (laughs) So that was pretty funny. So I agree with you is what I'm saying. I even had kind of a joke in my act referring to that thing, which is really, really funny. Let's 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 move it along to uh, tiny opinions. I know we're jumping around here, but I'm trying to avoid you know the where were you that kind of rhymes, so we can't do that. We're gonna do a where tiny were you kind of rhymes. How's that? A little bit where were where were eh, almost nope. <laughs> no really not at all. But let's jump around. We're trying to keep away. Let's jump around no, so we you. don't dump a pound. Oh, That's, oh damn it, God damn mother! It. Oh lord! Oh lordy lord! Mother of Pearl. Though they are, in fact, normal-sized men, they have tiny opinions. I think when someone ghosts someone, you know, which I which I think is a great, you know, great word, you know, someone ghosted you. I think it should be more specific, you know, like yeah. uh, someone says, hey, she uh, she Jesused me. Yeah, I thought she had ghosted me, but then she came back after three days. Interesting. Well, you know, I think you, it we have more specific people from history. You know what I mean? Well, I think, look, ghosted me, but you could also say, you know, she wholly ghosted me. If they come <laughs> back in a few days, I got Jesus. And uh, wait, what's holy ghosted? Well, it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Oh, you're okay, saying so what? If she wholly ghosted me, what would that mean? I didn't hear for a while, and then she ran past me and threw uh, holy water in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I never saw her again. What about she moses me? moses me was, uh, she parted my heart and then left me to fart. Oh, shit! I'm <laughs> oh, doing no. it again! Oh, no. How about, uh, here's one. How about uh, she jonah me? Yeah, she went swimming, got eaten by a, a whale, and then uh, three days later, uh, he spit her back out again. She's back. She's Something back. Like that. She's back, but I got to tell you, she smells like whale saliva. <laughs> and it ain't a sniffing that you want to be doing. <laughs> um, what about uh, she Judas me? That'd be, I thought okay. I thought it was going well, and then she stabbed me while I was doing a speech. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to publicly speak, and she just stabbed me. 
Um, so you want them all to be biblical characters? No, they don't have to be biblical. How about how about she caspered me? Like, yeah, she goes to me, but it was it felt kind of. It was really cute. Was no, I think it was benign. really cute. Yeah. It was really yeah. cute. It was yeah. cute and it was fun and my kids loved it. My didn't kids, even hurt my feelings really. Yeah, my, my kids, kids loved, loved it, it when she caspered me. You know, I think. Uh, How about that? She I, goes to me, but it was more of a casper. Yeah, I like that. This one's, I know. Like, I've been, she did it in a friendly way. I know I've been doing adult humor on the show uh, this episode and I want to apologize. That's why we're really turning it into something. Yeah, yeah. That are a little bit more timid. Um, but uh, I got Lincolned by uh, a girlfriend uh, years ago. This was years ago. Uh, my balls and my dick were at war and she got them back together. She unified, <laughs> she unified my genitals. <laughs> and every uh, year, every year when uh, my penis goes all the way up and uh, my testicles follow, uh, that's our state of the union. And it really is a union at this point. <laughs> and thus more action. And that only happens enjoy. one time a year. Most of the time I get, it's like the moon. Yeah. My erection is yeah. like a full moon only maybe once or twice a year. The rest of the time it's at 70%, 80%. Old crescent cock is what they used to call me in college. <laughs> <laughs> it's crescent so clever, cock. but it's all. Now, I love, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's the, for me, that's been the highlight of this discussion. That's the title maybe. I think Crescent Cock is really, <laughs> it was a culmination of just getting to that moment for me. Uh, just, in fact, I'd say that's the pinnacle of our friendship. Really? really? Oh, when dear. you said, yeah, I mean, it hasn't been that great of a friend. But, you know, oh. when you got to the point where you said, old Crescent Cock, that was kind of what we were, you know, what we were kind that's of. That's what you've been waiting yeah. for. Yeah, I get that. Was that was what I was waiting for. It's all, you know what? It's all gravy now. It's all gravy. It's all gravy after that. The old crescent cock. Yeah. Now, after that, it's all sausage gravy and a biscuit or more. <laughs> this is one oh biscuit the stistic. Risk it. You can risk it on 106 the biscuit. It's time, it's time coming up next. It's time coming up next for the risk it on the biscuit. You're going to call in and uh, <laughs> offer $1,000. We'll play the song. If you can guess it, we'll give you a biscuit because we're 10.6 it, the biscuit. <laughs> Call in and risk it all on the biscuit. <laughs> so we're going to move on to a, a practical living in a modern age. In an inefficient and out of date way, we bring you practical living in the modern age. You, you know, I've been defiant and not changing my clocks this year. I haven't changed any of the clocks in our house. You're just doing um, math? I guess you're not going anywhere. I have to do math every time in the car. I have to do math. But my kids and I, we've taken it one step further, and this is practically in modern age. It's fun to set clocks um, and play practical jokes on people. We've been doing it with my wife because she's pretty, you know, she's she's pretty punctual. So if she needs to say she's got a phone call, she has to do it, you know, 3.15 p.m. or she has to go uh, meet someone to do something. Right. So we'll reset the, they don't know, she didn't know for a while that they could reset the uh, uh, the microwave clock, which is what she relies on. And so. She does rely on it. That's when you, she does, she relies. that's when you rely on something for a yeah. living. Yeah. I thought you'd jump on that. Yeah. She relies on um, it. It's funny. I'm not tongue tied with anyone else, but there's something about someone just jumping down your throat every time <laughs> for 10 years that makes you just more tongue tied. It's, it's weird, not, it's not every time. 
Because I'm not tongue-tied on stage. You it's don't, weird. You don't but if, I guess if people heckled me every time that I said a phrase incorrectly, <laughs> I guess I would get kind of a you know gun shy. But I'm not anyway. heckling you. I'm not heckling you. I'm quickly using a word that you've been tongue-tied about to create a new word, a, a new, new word. meaning. I know. Yeah, I it's know. It's got a new meaning. I'm just trying to expand the lexicon the of the 12 the, the and vocabulary. Half. Yeah, I know. But it makes it seem like I'm more tongue-tied than I am. That's the problem. Because you you, you actually did kind of uh, mess up a few words today already. and uh, you got to let me I, know. I, I don't really like to do that. That's the problem. Listen, Should you've I start doing that more? Me. You've glotted at me now, Okay. Glad to. So you think we should do this? Okay, we're going to start. I'm going to have to jump every time. I've got to do that. Yep. I See, I find it. that burdensome. I'm trying to have a conversation. <laughs> I love it. Interrupts, it. it interrupts. I the honestly, I find it preferable to every conversation we've had previously <laughs> to this moment. I would, I would okay. prefer that. All right. In any event, it's just it's just different tastes. That's all. It's just different tastes. <laughs> different people have different. It's you know. <laughs> That's one of the only things I'm sure that some people like the falsetto, some people don't. I think everybody hates that bit because they can't see us when we're going. Well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they don't see it. You have to see our faces. Um, So what we do is we they they can program the. uh, the microwave oven, the kids can, and they'll set it a little bit different than what the real time is. Just by, I've told them, it's like, you got to do it by like 20 minutes. So she's just missed her appointment. She you know, freaks out. the hour, right? Yeah. And we've done it. I don't know, five or six times now. And it works. Like she freaks out. It can't work. Every time you do it, it can't work. It does. It works. It works every. It twerks every single climb. That's what's surprising you, about it. I think she forgets that we've done it before. You have to stagger it. You can't do two or three times in a day. You can't do back to back, buddy. Yeah, you got to stagger your practical jobs. Yeah. Um. So that's a tiny opinion or practical living in the modern age. That's a practical living in the modern practicals. age. Yeah. Yeah. Stagger it. So um, here it is. Let's pra- do a prag- Prager your stactical jokes. I, we have a few maskers that I really want to want to do a few maskers before we go because we've got some hot, tasty ones. Like eighty-five percent of superheroes, this is maskers. Okay, so uh, Kevin A, one of our favorites, it's Kevin E H H H, writes: uh, If you want people to stop borrowing your phone, is it better to coat it in peanut butter or fish? Hmm, peanut butter or fish? fish? Oh, I think fish. I mean, you know me. I, you know, I'm about to sell peanut butter, and yeah. so, um, uh, yeah. If you gave me a, 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 if you gave me a phone that was slathered in peanut butter, I would lick it off. I'd eat it. I'd eat. I'd eat. The, I'd eat the peanut butter off your phone. Doesn't matter to me. But fish is gross. Yeah, nobody wants anything because I'm assuming he means raw fish, and that's gross. But even cooked fish, that would be a weird thing to have, you know? Jake Wittig writes, popping a chub while you're listening to Yes, Boner of a Lonely Heart. Yeah, I love it. That's so funny. Boner of a Lonely Heart. Here we go. It's got it. You got to falsetto it. You know, I'm a a big Yes fan, so that really appealed to me. Um, 
When the famed musical group behind Can't Stop Believin' find out they're going to hell, is that journey to the center of the earth? Yes, I like that one a lot. Read it one more time. When the famed musical group behind Don't Stop Believin' find out they're going to hell, is that journey to the center of the earth? Yeah, that's a great one. See? Oh, oh, this is a really good one by him, too. We're doing a triple shot of uh, Jake Wittig here. On 105.6, the rabbit. Um, chopping off someone's middle finger. Clipping the bird. Yep, I like that. <laughs> Clipping the bird. I do think that every finger what about have- What about if you, uh, if you put a tracking device on someone's penis? No, 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 that's wrong. Put a tracking device on somebody's middle finger, and then you've, uh, you've tagged the bird. Right, so you know mm-hmm. when it's up and Tagging when it's down, it. yeah. But clipping don't the birds think, much better. I think, look back. I look back. I, I look back on it. For I do think every things. finger should have a, um, you know, meaning. If you flip someone the pinky, that should mean something different than flipping someone your your you know, ring in finger. Europe, in Europe, they have that, and I also think the regular finger up should mean something mm-hmm. besides what I do, which is middle finger up, and then the two. Fingers on either side are halfway up. I think that's a very cool way to say fuck you. I think this one where you just put the middle finger up, I think it looks kind of stupid. It looks lonely up there. Mm-hmm. It's practically living in the modern ages. Throw up those two half, you know, to the knuckle halfway fingers, the ring finger and the pointer finger on either side. Then it looks like that middle finger's got, you know, the rest of the hand is behind this gesture. Yeah, it's it's, it's lonely. It's sort of a, on sort of a boner of a lonely heart. God, we're going to be hearing this for a while. So thank you for that one. Jeez. Um. Oh wait. Okay, so I got okay. ready. Okay, wait. No, Jake writes. Should the moon wizard shine on me in in favor, and my masker is red on the show? Please credit me as Doctor Foster. So I should have referred. To Jake is Dr. Foster. Are we going to have to edit this part or can Jake handle it? I think Jake can handle it. Dr. Foster. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it too. Um, Kevin S. Zeitreiter. Yeah. We love his stuff. Do tasers work in the rain? And if not, don't tasers actually work in the rain? I like that. That's true. Like if it, if it, do, that's one of those things where if it doesn't work, it's still work. If it, if it's malfunctioning, it's still working, right? Because a taser uh, that... I see. He's saying sort of if it shorts out, then isn't it still working? Maybe? Is it more effective when it's not working? Is that what... I'm not I, sure. I've yeah, never I been tased I, I just before. told him we used it, but... Uh, um, I've ladles, never been tased. I love this. I love ladles for peace. If... This is such a good one, actually. I'm going to save that one for a second. Um, if necessity is the mother of invention, then who's the father and is he paying child support? <laughs> <laughs> if mo money, mo problems, does that mean no money, no problems? Uh, no, I don't think it goes. That's not a two-way street. I think no money... Yes, problems. Mo money, mo problems. But enough money, not so many problems. <laughs> I think it just doesn't. It, it's not as catchy. <laughs> enough money, 
instead of enough money, enough is funny. Maybe does that enough money and everything's funny? How about that? Because then you have no problems. Everything's just a good time. I'm, I'm looking That's for one I'm more say. here. There was one I saw that I really loved in the, in the Twitter. Let's see. Uh, um, hmm. I can't. I can't find it. That's so I've frustrating. Got, I've got one. So it, um, okay. Okay. If a watched pot, this is Site Writer again. If a watched pot never boils, will a watched mug never cool? I think yes. I think that's a good point. If you're saying the watch pot never boils, yeah, then it would be a watched mug never, you know, is never going to get colder. I think it's a watched. I think, you know, I think if a watch pot never boils, it's a watched coffee never cools. You know, because coffee, then you get the alliteration. But yeah, I think it was. um, And it didn't rhyme. And this, this, my friends, has been the non-rhyming episode i hope you enjoyed it i know it was probably sort of a departure it was a change of pace for us even i think it was very difficult Which to not we like rhyming. but we've got some buttery we're we're doing another one right after this we've got some um we're gonna go get some, some more buttery, buttery pods coming up a little and cliffhanger you know a little cliffhanger yeah. yeah jeff sternberg um one of our patrons patron yeah one of our patrons 10 bucks a month thank you a patron for four years jeff Next time I see you at um, um, at a show, please come up after the show when I'm selling stuff. I'd really, I'd like to give you a free hot sauce, and I'd like to hug your legs and have someone take a picture. So I'll be right down near the calves, and I want to give your lower legs a good long hug, and I want you to get a picture of that. Jeff Sternberg says, "Is anyone working on a donkey in the Jeff movie?" I'd love to hear some of the writer's room chatter on that screenplay. So we might, in the next episode, we might give you a little listen to the pitches and the writer's room going on on Donkey and the Jeff, the movie. On the next Cashing In with T.J. Miller, the rhyming edition. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-